back to another episode of the Buckeyes Abroad Cab. Today we are highlighting the Arts to You program offered from the College of Arts and Sciences. Uh, we've got three dance majors on the call, um, Brooke Gist, Cameron Little, and Sydney Latall. Um, I'm going to go through and ask them a couple questions about the program, but we're really just excited to kind of hear about what they're excited about, what they think they're going to get out of the program, and really maybe what, what they think uh, they're in for when it comes to this experience. And I didn't uh, share this with them before the call, but hope maybe they picked up on it already. I would love to be able to talk to them after they return. So just to pull the curtain back for the folks at home, uh, whenever you're listening to this, we're recording right now on March 9th, uh, just past 5 p.m. Uh, and they just shared with me that their departure flight is taken off this coming Friday. So we're just two days away uh, from them leaving to start enjoying their terrific experience. So with all that being said, we're going to talk today about what they're excited about. And then hopefully in a few weeks, they come back. They've had an excellent experience abroad. We'd love to talk to them and, and just hear uh, how it went. So to get things started, Brooke, I think I'd like to start with you. Could you just talk to us a little bit about maybe how you found this program and you know what about it? you know, interested, how did you find yourself, you know, here you've applied and you're ready to roll? Of course. Um, so I'm a senior. When I came to Ohio State, one of my biggest things that I was most interested in was studying abroad. I actually got the opportunity to study abroad in 2020 when the dance department went to Brazil and I needed, I needed something else. So the um, department does auditions kind of like every semester, um, if not every semester, every year for faculty-led pieces or guest-led pieces. And this was on the list. Um, Sydney was actually a part of the original cast that started in 2019, I think. And they've been working on it for the past three years. Me and Cameron just got added in 2020, the fall of 2020, um, or 2021, the spring of 2021. Um, so we just got added, but I've learned about it through the audition process. And when we get to come to the auditions, we get to you know pick what kind of process we want to work with, what kind of um, choreographer we want to work with, and like faculty. So I really wanted to work with Dr. Williams. So I put this as my number one, and thankfully I got casted. So yeah. That's a terrific answer. And I think you just unpacked so many different things that I, I want to dive into. You know, there's, there's just a lot of unique you know, things that are going on in this program and maybe, you know, students that have participated in other education abroad programs, they might be surprised to know, right, that you all are preparing this project, right, that you all have uh, been working on together and even had to audition, you know, to be a part of this program. So definitely some interesting things there. I think I'll go to you next, Sydney. You've been part of the program maybe a little longer, as, as Brooke just alluded to, but why did you choose this program, you know, and what are you excited about uh, in participating on it? Yeah, so like Brooke said, um, I kind of started this process in 2019. What we do is the main part of this project is that we're looking at dance from Laban Notation Score, which is a way that we're able to write down dance. Um, it's really interesting if you want to look it up um, later, but it's the way that we notate dance. These pieces that we're performing in France and that we've been preparing are some very big modern dance pieces that were made in 1936 and 1955. And so they have been around for a long time. They're well known. And so that's originally what caught my eye when um, auditioning for this project in 2019 was to be a part of something like this. And 
it actually started off not to be a study abroad program. Um, when I auditioned for it, we were just, I was casted and we were going to learn this dance from score and then we were going to perform it and that was it. Um, and then Dr. Williams was like, I really want to take this abroad. I really want to um, make this a much bigger project than it is um, because it was really exciting for us. So that's how it kind of turned into a study abroad. And of course we were all on board and we were like, okay, let's, let, let's make this happen. And so Dr. Williams was able to find tons of grants for us. Unfortunately, then COVID happened. Um, this was supposed to happen soon after 2019, but that was okay because then we were able to add on yet another big piece, which is Steps in the Street by Martha Graham, which we again learned from Laban Notation Score. And then we were able to pull dancers like Cameron and Brooke um, to also engage in this project. So the main reason I started it was because I wanted to perform and that was it. Um, and then it turned into something much bigger and I'm excited to finally take it abroad think about that perspective, right? Back in 2019, you're learning the pieces and you're excited to hopefully be able to show them off. The pandemic happens. Everything essentially is delayed. And now we find ourselves, you all are one of the first faculty-led programs, you know, here at Ohio State to be traveling again. You know, you're leaving this Friday. It's really kind of a, not to get too what artistic or whatever the word you want to think of is, right? But we're, it's really kind of the dawn of a new day is what we're looking at it as, as far as, you know, getting back into world travel, being able to share, you know, the arts, right, around the world, which is kind of a very cool part about this program is not only are you, you know, on a lot of faculty-led or education abroad programs in general, you're heading to a new place to learn something from that place and hopefully to take something uh, with you as you travel back to the United States. You all are going to have, you know, the benefit of that, right, which is just traveling to another country, but also you're bringing something with you to share with the people you're going to be interacting with, which I think is a pretty beautiful thing. So Cameron, we'll turn it over to you. You know, obviously some things have been shared already about the program. Maybe just give us a background, right? How did you find this program and what are you most looking forward to right now? Well, I found the program like in a similar way to like Brooke and Sydney. We did the audition process and then we were chosen and then we were thrown right in. But I think the most exciting part of the program is that it really came through because in the time that we did audition, after we auditioned the first two weeks of learning Steps in the Street by Martha Graham, we were virtual. So we were learning it through Zoom boxes. And so there was no, there was no confirmed, there was no real say that yes you are going to Paris it was like we hope you can go to Paris that would be great and amazing but now it's like yes you are so I think the most exciting part is that we've really made it and for me this has been a year and a half process for Sydney it has been almost a three-year process so it's like we really have pushed through and we really have done the performances we've done the lecture demonstrations and so I think we really do have a lot to bring to Paris we're not just going to go there and soak and drag up all the knowledge but we can pour in so so much stuff because we have demonstrations prepared, we have performances prepared, but we also do get to take classes in Paris, France at the conservatory. So I think it will just be just a beautiful process where we'll learn from both ways and be able to pour out so much. You all, uh, I, I, can, I can hear it in your answers and it's you know definitely energizing me even in this interview, how excited you are. I'm excited for you. You're gonna have a terrific experience obviously while you're there. Sydney, I think I'll point this back to you. You've kind of touched on a couple of the pieces and performances that you'll be doing, but could you just give, for the folks at home, maybe know nothing right about dance um, or the arts, could you just give us a little bit of a background on either the main piece that you're performing or kind of the theme of the pieces uh, that you'll be doing while, while in France? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so we're performing two pieces. We're performing Anna Sokolo's Rooms. To give a little background on Anna Sokolo, she lived from 1910 to 2000, um, and she was a modern dance choreographer, American modern dance choreographer, who um, was based in New York, but she also was known for bringing modern dance to Israel and Mexico. Um, and she created Rooms, which is the name of the piece. She created that in um, 1955. This whole piece was about, I believe, her experience, but also probably the experiences of people she'd met living in New York City who had these feelings of isolation and loneliness, living in a huge city, feelings of unfulfilled desires. Um, and so that's what the whole piece is about, which is interesting because I feel like we're able to connect that now, like experiencing COVID and experiencing quarantine and things like that. It's a pretty old piece, but um, we were able to recreate it from score because it was written down. And then the other piece, Steps in the Street by Martha Graham, that piece was made in 1936. Uh, Martha Graham was a pioneer year of American dance. So Anna Sokolow is actually her uh, company member of hers. So she, the lineage kind of goes down there. But Martha Graham is known for the Graham technique, which is a style of um, modern dance that we practice and will actually be doing in France. So that'll be interesting because they practice it as well there. Steps in the Street was a response to Graham being invited to, I can't remember the year, but she was invited to the Olympics in Germany. It was kind of just her response. She was a little offended by it because most of her dancers were Jewish. And this was um, around the time of fascism. So it was kind of a response to that. The piece embodies things like unity and resistance. And it was really just like a piece where she, Brooke says it, Brooke says it really well. She has a whole introduction we do for our lectem. If Brooke, you want to help me out? Yeah, just, Brooke, do you want to tag in? Yeah. Good transition. Yeah, sure. So Sydney started off great, but Steps on the Street is basically a smaller part of a bigger work called Chronicle that Martha Graham created. The section that we're doing is specifically called Devastation, Homelessness, and Exile. And like Sydney said, this was around the time of the Holocaust and fascism. And there's things in the dance that come up, such as like the bread line, as we know, is like a lot of people lining up to get food at such a time of economic decline. So um, those are sort of like the themes that come up with Steps in the Street. And yeah, this was Martha Graham's response to, you know, being invited to Germany with a cast of Jewish dancers. So um, it was kind of like a slap in the face, but it's a wonderful work. If you guys can check it out on your free time, there's a lot of different um, viewings of it on YouTube and stuff like that, but it's an amazing piece and holds a lot of history. Terrific explanations. I'll admit it myself. You Maybe you've guessed it. I don't have a huge background in dance, uh, you know, coming out to this interview. But, but now, based on you all giving me the context for the pieces you'll be performing, I'm excited to look up, you know, how they've been done in the past. And that's a great little call to action for those at home. Just scroll back and find the exact titles and head on to YouTube, type them in, and you can, I'm sure, get, you know, different performances of both probably ad nauseum. There's probably tons of folks who have done these, you know, over the time. So kind of moving on and, and anybody can kind of chime in on the, and, and you kind of, you kind of broke it down in both of your answers, but why don't we just, Brooke, I might turn it back to you because it sounds like you have kind of an opening role in the steps in the street piece. I, in my mind, as you're talking about it, feel like I can connect, you know, <laughs> some pretty relevant, you know, connections to the world that we're living in right now, just based on what you've already shared. Uh, but maybe could you just talk to us a little bit about how you feel uh, the piece speaks to today's audience? 
Yeah, of course. So coming into the piece, it was a little hard for like the connection, um, especially because we were on Zoom and we were learning from a piece of paper. But now because of the worldly events happening today, currently, um, it's really, I wouldn't say easy, but it is on a level where we as dancers can connect to what's happening or what Martha Graham was trying to portray back in 1936. I will also mention that we are visiting a museum in Paris that um, sort of displays the events that were happening during the Holocaust. And so it's like a very in-person experience that we as dancers are going to see um, this museum and then be able to perform it. So um, rather than just things being on screens and you know people talking to us and as much as we can read and gain information about the Holocaust and fascism and textbooks, um, we will actually be able to you know be in person and sort of experience that for ourselves. Well, yeah, I think that's a fascinating point. And Cameron, I kind of want to get your input on this. And maybe it's something I hadn't thought of before, right? Any, anything when it comes to art, right? You're looking for how are you able to pour yourself into write what you're doing? Cameron, we're talking about obviously both these pieces, Room and Steps in the Street. Do you feel like, I don't know how to ask this question, right? How do you, do you feel like you can pull emotion, you know, from either of the pieces? And how do you feel like that impacts, you know, the way that you perform them? Well, I'll start, I'll touch on both pieces, but I feel like in Steps in the Street, we know the background and we know the seriousness and the severity of the background of what was happening at the time. And I think there's so much strength in the piece. And I think everywhere, abroad, any country you're in, you can, everyone can tap into a moment where they've had to pull out strength or they needed their personal strength because of what was happening to them. So I think even from a non-dancer's view, when you're viewing the piece, you can feel the strength because there's so many things that are done in unison. There are so many things that have so much power in the steps. And so I think that's where you can really tie in the strength aspect into rooms. I believe that when you talk about, um, being isolated and when you have that feeling of isolation i think just the past events that our world encountered i think that's really where you can put the um, feelings of isolation in there and you can really feel that through the piece because we depict it we're in a chair we're sitting in a chair so for so many movements you're confined to the chair you do so many movements where you're resisted in your arm movement so i really do think these are pieces that can speak to people who are dancers and people who are not as familiar with the arts and Sydney, who has been a part of the project for forever, can really talk about how the mental health piece really connects to both to rooms, especially. Sure, Sydney, you kind of mentioned that connection at the beginning, which I thought was fascinating, right? To the to the world that we've kind of lived through slash are living through, you know, right now. But yeah, please talk about that a little bit more at length and how it connects to mental health. Yeah, so um, giving a little more context to room specifically, um, back in 2019, since that's what we started with, there are sections, there are different sections in rooms, um, and we have um, things like panic in the end and alone and desire. Those are the names of some of the sections. And like I said, it deals with feelings of isolation and loneliness, anxiety, depression. Um, and so with all those things in mind, we were able to actually tour back in 2019, that piece to different campuses um, around um, Ohio. And while we were there, we actually 
along with performing, we also had a lecture demonstration and a panel at the end. So the panel at the end, we were able to bring in mental health specialists from each of the campuses and we had them and we had a whole Q&A and it was so interesting to see how an audience of non-dancers were able to see those ideas on stage as well as be able to be open enough to talk about it after watching it and talk with the specialists and the specialists were giving um, advice and tips and things like that of how to deal with these emotions and I just thought it was a great way to spark discussion about things that sometimes are a little hard to talk about. Um, and so I just thought it'd be important to note that that's how one way we were able to connect it to not only current times, but things that everyone deals with. Um, so. I'm sitting here just kind of blown away at, you know, learning, even as someone who works in education abroad, right? But just how comprehensive this program is, you know, this is this is years in the making. This, this is many, you know, different people involved in helping to put the piece, you know, together. Obviously, you have your professors as well who have been working, you know, so hard to help make sure that this program happens. I think I want to go back to the pieces as we get a little bit down the road, but I do have some other questions in terms of the program itself. You all are traveling, you know, you're, you're heading to France. There's some highlights that I've seen on the program webpage, but I kind of want to hear from, from you all, you know, what are some things in the itinerary and in, in the travel side of the program itself that you're most excited about? I can go really quick. Um, Great, I'm Sydney. most excited for the classes. We will be taking, like I think, believe Cam said, we'll take class at the conservatory and um, we'll be taking class in ballet, gram technique, as well as Cunningham technique. And for those that aren't dancers, um, like we talked about Martha Graham, she has a technique or a style of dance. And so that's what we'll be learning. And then there's also someone named Merce Cunningham, who is another American uh, modern dancer. Um, and he has a technique as well. So we'll be, we'll be taking those classes and those are all classes that we've taken at Ohio State in the department, but it'll be really interesting to then go take it in France because we've been learning like the same language and then to be in the same to be in the same room and do that together will be will be super interesting. I'm excited to, to um, see how that goes. So I'm probably most excited for the classes. Great answer. And I'm sure your professors are excited to hear that. Just to add a little tale to what Sydney was saying, I think that dance is like such an amazing art form because it's a language that everyone across all countries around the whole world can speak. And Sydney was talking about how we were learning these languages such as like Graham and Cunningham in different parts of the world, but we can come into one space and still know the exact same thing. So I think that's something that's really special. And that's probably one of the um, things that I'm looking I'm most forward excited for it. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. No, you're good. <laughs> um, one of the things I'm looking forward to most, just because, um, I mean, we have two different speaking languages, but we can still, you know, have the same language dance-wise. So, Love it. Both of you. Cameron, do you have anything you'd like to add? What you're excited yes. about? Yes. Yes. I think I'm excited for the classes and then also the collaboration on our level, because I think a lot of things we do in dance is like, for someone else, but both parties will benefit from this experience because we take we get to take classes with these people and not only do they get to see us perform, but we also have a night where we see them perform. So I think this is this, I'm so excited to collaborate. Like we're making a whole new network of people across the world in this program next week. So I think that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. I can I can totally tell that it is completely genuine. You are all beaming when you when you talk about it. So I I'm very excited for this experience for you all. And none of you, none of the three of you mentioned, you know, some of the highlight stops that you'll be making while in France. Right. 
you know, I believe the Louvre, I believe you'll maybe be visiting the opera, you know, do you want to talk about that a little bit, anybody? I'm excited for the Eiffel Tower. Um, we will also be doing that. I think we do that the first night. I just think it's going to be beautiful. I have never gone abroad before. And so um, this will be really big for me. So yeah, I'm really excited to see. I've seen so many pictures. I've seen like YouTube videos of people going to France because I have looked those up. Um, and yeah, I, I'm excited for that just moment. It'll, it'll be kind of out of a movie, probably, when, when you see it for the first time. At least that's how I would imagine it myself. But Brooke, Cameron, you know, th things you're excited to see, you know, uh, in France. I am very excited to see Versailles. Like, we almost have, like, a whole day there. And every time I look it up, there's something different pops up. Like, there's just so much to see. And I feel like it's going to just be, like, a beautiful overload. And I'm, like, really excited to see and to take all the pictures because I love taking pictures. So it's, like, I get a true photo app while I'm there. Yeah, I'm probably most excited, well, not most excited, but I am really interested in eating the amazing food and <laughs> all of the Paris fashion. I'm so excited to see. Brooke, you're definitely like me on the food side. That is one of my favorite parts of traveling. I want to try anything you put in front of me. I'm, I'm going to at least try it and uh, be polite enough to, to swallow it probably. But as we... Uh, just kind of continue on, you know, what y'all are excited about. Cindy mentioned it, that she has not traveled abroad before. Brooke, Cameron, do you have any experience traveling abroad? I'd like just, just as an additional piece for this, for the folks listening. I know me personally, this is my first time really going abroad. The only time I've touched abroad is like in a cruise. So, you know, I just was on the coast. So I've never really, I've never, never, this is my first time. Great. What about you, Brooke? I have been abroad. Um, I've been abroad with the dance department as well before. In 2020, we went to yep. Brazil. Um, so Brazil and Paris, very different places. So I'm really excited. Something else that is really amazing about this project is that we're doing it with our friends. Um, I've known Sydney for four years. I've known Cameron for two years. There's sophomores through seniors going. Um, and being able to experience that with fellow dancers, fellow friends, fellow peers is really an amazing opportunity. So I've got the chills, you know, what, what a unique, you know, really no students, you know, can, can speak to this as far as having such a connection to so many, you know, the folks that you'll be traveling abroad with. And that's one of the things that we normally like to tell students, you know, when you apply to a program and maybe you don't know anyone else, right. That's going, I can guarantee you, you're going to come back to the States with a new friend. Well, for you all, you know, you've known each other for years now. And, you know, maybe you'll make new friends, obviously, for folks that you weren't as close with before going, but you will be uh, linked, you know, by this experience, by this program for the rest of your lives. You know, this is a this is a terrific opportunity. And just talking through it, I feel like I'm getting even more excited and I'm not getting on the plane on Friday. So, you know, you guys got a, a lot to look forward to. Obviously, this program aligns with your academic goals. How, what are you hoping to get out of it, you know, as far as your career goals down the line, you know, long term, how do you, how do you see this program kind of impacting your professional experience as dancers? I know for a bunch of the seniors, we're starting our audition process. Um, so in the dance department, you can have different focuses. Um, my focus specifically is performance. So after I do graduate in May 2022 from the dance department, um, 
I will hopefully be um, with a company, um, with a dance company. I've been doing auditions this semester so far. I'll be doing a couple in the summer. Um, so hopefully I have a job lined up. And my biggest career goal is to be with a company and travel everywhere um in the country out of the country um i really enjoy performing and sharing knowledge through performance so i think this aligns completely with our um paris trip just because we're going across the country to dance for other people see other people dance and you know share and gain knowledge so that is a simple you know takeaway from this you're now international dancers right by the time you get back to uh, the us you will have performed abroad so that's a pretty cool piece uh cameron or sydney yeah, I was going to say something similar to Brooke, actually. Um, it does kind of feel like we're already this little dance company because we've been working together for so long and we've had to work through these pieces and a lot of the movement, for especially for steps, is in sync. You know, we're jumping, you know, 36 times in a row and we have to be in sync the entire time. So we've gotten really connected. And I think um, as someone who wants to perform after graduation as well and make dance a career, I also want to be a part of a dance company. And I think it will be interesting to see how we um, navigate Paris together and how we work on our professionalism and how um, we learn to just make connections while we're there. Because I think another important thing about dancers is that you always are building connections and you're always soaking up information. And so when we go to these classes, we're gonna be talking to the dancers and we'll maybe get like their social media. So we stay in contact. And so when a job arrives or they're like, oh, we were having auditions for this company in France, we might be interested in that. Um, and also building connections with the teachers as well that are there. Um, so yeah, so very similar to what Brooke said, but um, it already feels like we're kind of a little company and that's really exciting. A benefit, right, of the, because everybody likes to gripe about social media and, and the interconnectivity, right, of the world that we live in, you know, sometimes a real positive, you know, of social media is you all can stay as connected with the people you interact with, you know, on this program as much as you want, you know, you can, you can, uh, you know, exchange information with as, as uh, with every person you meet, if that's what you desire to do. And for folks like you, you know, trying to, you know, remain or break into the, the dance industry after you graduate, you know, what an invaluable experience, uh, you know, to have these, these connections with, with folks all across the world. That's something literally you'll be able to say, you know, when, when you wrap this up, uh, Cameron, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, so I'm one of the younger ones going only a second year, so I cannot tell you which way I'm going, but I know that at this level of my training, like it's a point where you do want to find what you like, find what you like to do and have new experiences. And for me, like Sydney and Brooke, I do want to dance professionally, so I do want to go back eventually. I want to say, oh, I've been here before and I want to go back. And I think this lays the foundation and groundwork for me to be able to go back and introduce future co-workers to people that I have worked with or you know just make those new connections because I think it can all pay off in the future you know that's a pretty cool thing thinking 20 30 years down the road if you ever visit these same places again you know no matter no matter who you're visiting with you'll always be able to say not only have I been here before I I performed here you know 30 years ago you know while while I was what you know whatever the case could be so I have I, this has just been a terrific, 
you know, experience hearing from you all and you're very, you're very excited about it. And I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, I think I am going to rope you on for another interview once you come back, because I want to hear, you know, how it went and, you know, how much fun you had and, and what you got out of it. Um, but with that, I think that I'm going to come to the end of my questions. For the folks at home, thank you uh, for tuning in. I've learned a lot this episode. I hope if you've listened to the whole thing, you're probably even more excited about education abroad as an opportunity than before when you tuned in. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Uh, with all that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Buckeyes Abroadcast. Thank you.